0: nice things welcome everybody to
1: dead talk live and today we have writer director paul andrew williams with us paul thank you for being here today how are you doing
0: Uh, i'm all right mate yeah i'm uh suddenly frightened to death about the live element of it um (laughs) you know a
1: (laughs) a lot of people are and For some reason, I cannot do this show uh, pre-recorded. I'm so critical of myself, I would never be able to get through a pre-recorded show. But when it's live, it's done. Boss bananas, man. Yeah, there's no taking it back. So anyway, uh, Paul's new movie is called Bull. It's being released to theaters uh, April 1st and then coming to video on demand several days later on April 5th. Now, Paul, I've seen this movie. The synopsis, you know, sort of categorizes it as a revenge movie, but I was just blown away. I was just absolutely blown away. So let's just get started. Uh, This focuses on a crime family in the United Kingdom, okay? Now, through movies throughout the years, the mob, crime families, organized crime has been depicted really primarily in the United States. So how much of a problem, if it is a problem, in the United Kingdom are families like we see in the movie Bull? You know, crime, organized related family.
0: Um, do you know what? I I think it depends on what level you call the organized crime scenario right so these guys who live in this uh, small place are not the sort of organized crime family with hands in pockets all over the world and you know dealing um, with the Colombians and stuff like that it's all very close to home so uh, you know it's all is it's an organized crime but it's 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 very it's a very kind of small pond Mm -hmm. and actually so what they do it's a bit crap you know what I mean? It's not like yeah, bringing in shipments of cocaine and fine pieces of art. They're actually, you know, as you see in the film, dealing in dodgy meat mm-hmm. and um, dealing in the sort of things that small towns use and uh, and have. Like extortion so,
1: and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact is, is look, they all deal with, you know, you can see by the flurry jackets and what they do and looking at the houses that they live in. They all deal in, like, rubbish or garbage. You know, they all deal in... And I think they've cornered the market in that. And, you know, I think they've make, they make money however they can. But I don't think it's in the ways, you know, uh, in, in sort of the cool Miami Vice ways. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's you nothing know? like the Corleones like we see in The Godfather. No. no, no. Now, this story, like we said, is a revenge story. But what really grabs you from the very beginning, from the very opening scene, is the sheer brutality uh that you give us on the screen. Literally it goes from zero to sixty and then to a hundred throughout the whole film with the graphic nature and the brutality. Uh what was your driving force behind that?
0: It's so weird because you know you don't when you're making it and you're coming out of it, you don't see it as as brutal as other people who are going to watch it right so you know when I hear that what, what you're saying I'm like of course that's how it looks to other people and you know depending on your uh, tolerance for violence or tolerance for on-screen um, you know nasty stuff I mean it, you know that's how either shocked offended and blasé you you will be by it um I think that what is interesting, you know. I don't look at it as like a shockingly violent, brutal film so much. Um, even though those sequences are that you know do have, you know, you can fit all those words around those sequences. I think for me, it's like, you know, what's horrible about it is it's looked real. Some of it, even though it's a bit, you know, might be classed as a bit silly, but it looks real. It doesn't oh, yeah. looks authentic. And I think that you know when when we see violence on screen. It's easy to digest. It's so removed from what we uh, see in real, you know, yeah. it's what we imagine real violence to it. And I was saying, you know, if you saw someone get stabbed in real life, it's, it was horrific. Oh yeah. We'd be turning away and we'd feel it would be not nice. Now oh, you yeah. can watch people getting stabbed and getting punched and getting all that sort of stuff on TV, but it's not real, it's fake, it's all shit. But I think that, you know, I've seen people get hit and stuff and I've seen some get glassed and it's, it's horrible, right? And it I think is. that with some of these things, even though some of this stuff is fantastical, it's played real. It's played as if it really happened. It's played as if it's, it's played for the people in the room and not for the audience. That's how I think it is.
1: And that's what makes this movie so great is because uh, it's not just another story about revenge. Uh, the brutality is a big driving force to the film and the emotions behind Bull. Now, Neil uh, Maskell, who plays Bull, is absolutely brilliant in this film. Uh, He doesn't look like your stereotypical mobster enforcer. He looks like the dad next door, you know? And uh, so when it came time to cast Bull, uh, what was it about Neil that really grabbed you and said, you know, this is who's going to play bull?
0: Well, I think the thing about Neil is, is he's, he's, first of all, he's an absolutely lovely bloke. Um, he's a really nice guy and a really like, you know, just being mates with him. But also he is someone who has, you know, the, the, the biggest emotional range. Um, and it's all extremely, it's all so accessible that as a performer or as an actor, you never know what you're going to get mm-hmm. from one second to the next. So you can get extreme love, extreme kindness, and an extreme rage and extreme terror. You get all these things and you just don't know which, what reaction you're going to get to something. Mm-hmm. And that's quite terrifying. Um and that's why i think you know that's what he brings to this part um because he because he acts on his emotions now that's not to say that he's you know the the acts of violence that he commits i don't think they are that they're not done for kicks they're done just emotion just an emotional drive and i think that's what makes it so tough but also he's a really nice guy in it exactly. he really loves his kid a lot And
1: speaking about that, uh, I would not classify Bull as a psychopath because you made it very uh, clear to show us in the movie the time that he spends with his son and the amount of love and care that he has uh, for his son and is willing to do everything he can. Was that very important for you as the writer and director of this film? to show us the human side of bull.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is we're all, you know, he, he's human and all, you know, we are all, we all have the different facets that he, that bull has, maybe not to the extreme level, but we all are have the ability to be loving and caring and feel all these things. But we also have the ability for anger and, you know, obviously it depends on what degree you can, you know, you show that, but. I think for me, you know, being a father and knowing what I would do for my child, um, you know, that's always interested me. And I think you can compartmentalize things. Um, you know, look at look at people like Pablo Escobar who would yeah. ring up his kid when he was on the run and read stories to him. And you um, love his kids, do you know what I mean? It, and that's. So there's two sides. There's so many sides of all people that I think it's just those are just different sides of absolutely, him. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Now, the, the ending to this film uh, blew me away. Uh, I mean, we're not going to give anything away here, but as a lifelong uh, fan of cinema, uh, I did not see that ending coming uh, whatsoever. I was like, oh my God. Now, was that something that you knew before you started writing the script, how you wanted to end this film? Or was it a work in progress as you were writing the script?
0: It was always going to be that ending, right? It was always going to be that. And it was always going to be, he, you know, the story of how he got there and, and so on. It was always going to be that. I think there was a couple of discussions on how clear we make it. um, and how, because I'm like I don't want to make it clear I want to leave it to the audience to sort of get it and work it out and you know look it's a, it's a, it's an ending that has made some people really like you know some people really like it some people hate it what are you going to do man you know um, and you're know, never going to please everyone so fuck it man exactly. some people like it that's great so you know if everyone hated it it'd be I'd have to you know that was the problem but the fact is, is some people really think it worked I do. I love the ending.
1: I, like I said, it's because it shocked me. And as a fan of movies, if I sit down and I watch something and I'm completely blown away, to not see something coming, I'm like, kudos. That is was brilliantly done. And I could see the part where you're talking about to leaving it up to the viewer interpretation. Towards the ending, when he does go to the church, it does get a little bit confusing. And as the viewer, you're trying to figure out what exactly is happening before we get the big reveal now when you were creating the character of bull did you have uh did you use anybody from the news or people you knew as form of inspiration
0: not really just just people this i mean there's people i've met in my life who i've been frightened of but i've also lied and you know but but I used to work in a pub, and I just used to work with people in there, and uh, it was a kind of a rough pub, uh, and uh, the American equivalent of a dive bar, maybe. Yeah. Um, but everyone who worked there worked in rubbish and refuse, and, um, and I described them as none of them had wallets, right? Everyone only dealt with cash. hmm And all they did was work, drink, plan stuff. And I just, you know, they were all unpredictable. And and I think that's, you know, that was one of the things that influenced me. Is their lives.
1: Now, let's talk about uh, David Hyman, who plays sort of the head of the family, Norm. Uh, Again, brilliant actor. He did a brilliant job. If you look at him, again, he looks like uh, somebody's granddad. There's no way that this guy can be harmful to anybody, but he is a very ruthless uh, character. When it came time and you were directing uh, David on how you wanted Norm to be portrayed, did you two have to have a lot of conversations? Um, just the sheer brutality that this man possesses?
0: No, because it, do you know what we didn't he was he was he came on board quite late, so I didn't really have a lot of time so I think he he got it from reading it um, of what this character was because even you know in the script there's, there's no um, there's no bump There's just what he is. Mm-hmm. And you know you said it yourself Then he looks like a granddad. Well, he is a granddad. Uh, <laughs> that's the whole point is that you know a lot of mass murderers are dads and granddads and you know they're just normal people but they have a quality that can be absolutely terrifying and he's also terrifying because you know he's terrifying because of the way people react to him you know i mean he, yeah. he's doing that bar he's doing the barbecue at the beginning he doesn't give a fuck about any of it mm-hmm. you know he's not he's not worried and, and i think Assured, being assured, being self-assured in your in you is often very scary to other people. Yeah, you know, and that's what he is. He's incredibly assured in what he can do and what he will do. And I think that people, a lot of the time, people don't need people sell too much. People sell themselves too much. If you've got the good, if you've got the shit, dude, you don't need to sell it. Mm -hmm. Why I don't need to sell you how good I am at fucking. Kicking people's head in because I know I can and I'm not worried. You walk the you know, walk instead
1: kind of. of talking the talk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You do do and yeah. He walks with a bit of a limp, but yeah, no, he does <laughs> do that walk. But I, I, but that's the thing. He doesn't need to show he's fucking big tough guy. If he's 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 just tough. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I totally totally get it. Now, um, I found myself rooting for Bull throughout this whole movie. Uh, was that something that you were going for? Is it something you wanted to leave up to the viewers? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna root for Gemma, okay? The wife uh, who I don't really see anybody rooting for. She was
0: just a really yucky character. I think, yeah. I I think that basically people, I do want people to root for Bull, but I'm also like, you know, he does some fucking horrific things. But then I like the idea that you think, who is this guy's fucking maniac? And, you know, lots of maniacs actually might really want to root for him from day one without thinking about it. But it's very, it's not long before you're like, okay, I, I want to know why he's doing it. And then you start to know why. And then you go, right, fuck it. I want him to do it.
1: Yeah. Now, you you tell this movie through a series of flashbacks and then the present day. Uh, I've had this discussion with a lot of other filmmakers that's very tricky to pull off. And if it's not done properly, it can sort of make a movie not so good. You did it very well in giving us the backstory to Bull, uh, his relationship with the family, the deterioration of that relationship, and then going back and forth from past to present. Uh, did that present any kind of challenges for you as a director?
0: Not for me. It only came because some people are like some people were saying uh, some you know basically um, development people when they were watching it. First of all, were like, will the audience know that he's that we're in a flashback yet? And I'm like, well, we've just seen that guy die, so you would assume yeah. that people will get it and you know the thing is is people might not get it straight away but they will get it
1: exactly because right, it's so. when it does flip back and forth you don't immediately know as soon as the scene changes that you're in the past it takes a couple of seconds to a minute oh we're back in the past now and for me I enjoy that you know as opposed to you know something coming up the screen and telling you four months earlier or something yeah. you know you know and saying like that i mean the
0: thing is is you can work it out yeah you know you you, you can work i think you just assume that an audience is going to be able to go huh? oh right okay you know rather than i don't get it okay you know just turn it off <laughs>
1: one of the big indicators that i use uh of a movie that's made an impact on me is if in the day after and the days following i see the movie I'm, i'm still thinking about it and that's what happened with bull i was analyzing it and thinking about it and going over that ending again i'm like wow this is really good and and it really shocks me i can't emphasize that enough when i absolutely had no idea about even a hint about this ending and I just want to let you know, that's how much that ending caught me off guard. And again, kudos uh, to you. Now, th- the name Bull, it it instills fear, uh, you know, somebody you should be afraid of. It's also the title of the movie. Uh, what was the inspiration for the name Bull?
0: Just like you just said. Well, mainly because it's like you know, uh, masculine. And, you know, it has, I think, it, ha- it just the say in it, you know, for me, it just feels like someone who's not going to fucking move unless, mm-hmm. you know, they're just badass. Don't get in their way.
1: Exactly. It's somebody you don't want to mess with. We're almost out of time. I just have one more question for you. When it came to the final showdown between Bull and Norm, uh did you want it to do to have it to be more explicit than the way it worked out? Because it was a little bit subdued compared to the other parts of the movie. I mean, I like I said, I'm tiptoeing around giving away any spoilers. I don't want to do that, but I mean, are you satisfied they- with the showdown oh, God, between yeah. Bull and Norm?
0: Yeah, I love that because really this. Showdowns between him and Gemma. Yeah. You know, um, and when he's with her, you know, I really believe him in that moment. And it's uh, definitely, for me, it's it's a more emotional uh, moment in the film. And it's got a little bits of violence here and there. But actually, if you look at Bull doing it, it's an emotional release rather than
1: then
0: the f- pure know, physical a, a yeah, and I think yeah. that you know we've seen and you have know, seen enough stuff going on. Uh,
1: did you get any kind of pushback? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to rise. I know that we have a time no, right. I just
0: no, did, mate, go for
1: it. Did you have? Uh, did you get any kind of pushback from uh, uh, people involved with the film, investors, or anybody like that? That you're taking the violence a little too far?
0: No, they were really good about it. Actually,
1: good. I'm glad. The I others- think they
0: just were like. They were just like, we're not going to market it uh, as anything other than what it is. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're not going to, you know. Yeah, it was it's brilliant. A... It was brilliant.
1: Paul, Rattatai. time man, thank you. I want to thank you so much. Guys.
0: Hey, thank you, man.
1: The movie is called Bull. Like I said, it's coming out in theaters uh, this Friday, uh, April 1st. And then very soon after to Video On Demand. Whether you go to theaters or watch it on video on demand, please check it out. You will not be disappointed. Whether you're in action, horror, drama, whatever kind of genre you're into, this movie's going to not let you down. Paul, thank you so much. Thank you to our...
0: Thank you, John. Thank you.
1: It was an honor to talk to you. Thank you to our viewers who are tuning in live and those who are going to watch this later on. On behalf of Paul, Andrew Williams, and myself, stay safe. And stay walking. Bye-bye, everybody.